back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrod here with the Daily Fair Investing Podcast. I hope everyone had a good day today because if you're long this market, I believe you probably did. Look, things could always be better, uh, but a pretty good day, pretty good finish of the week, huh? And uh, let's, let's get right to it. Took two years, took two years, but the S&P 500 just closed at an all-time high today. Not a not an all-time high, all-time high, but a closing all-time high today. At least if my math is right, that's right. Anyway, I, what I can tell you for certain is it is a closing all-time high today. Uh, joining the Dow Jones, which has had a had a closing all-time high and an all-time high period, as have the semiconductors, uh, the tech sector XLK, Nasdaq 100, or the Qs, uh, as they as they call it. All of these had all-time highs. So, as my mentor, first mentor Ted Parsons, rest in peace, Ted. As my first mentor Ted Parsons uh, would would like to say, the real bull market doesn't start until we get to all-time highs. That's when the real party starts. Uh, and uh, I think he's got a great point. We've talked about it here often, uh, and and now we're there uh, because when you're when the when an index. Or a, a particular stock is at an all-time high. What does it tell you more than anything else? No one that owns that has a loss. If you own that particular investment, you are in the green, and that's when magical things start to happen. Because once you once you're in the green, why would you sell? Now now you're profitable. Now again, let the party start. This is when uh, the shorts and the shorts, by the way, short sellers have been coming in aggressively. We, again, again, not to be <laughs> not to be a broken record, folks. If you've been joining us here, you know that we called the bear market low and on October thirteenth of twenty twenty two. We wrote a book. Uh, it came out just about the same time, saying that we were in the roaring twenty twenties, and this was going to be a bull market like a similar to or better than the nineteen ninety five to two thousand melt up. We're on record uh, as saying this for some time now. So uh, look, this is this is the way big bull markets happen. It's a process. Now we've got to get these other indexes all time high. What is not there? Nasdaq still not an all time high. I think we've got. Uh, I got to rerun the numbers here. I think we're at five percent away on Nasdaq from an all-time high, but the Russell 2000 is still uh, going into today was 20, 20 to twenty-one percent below its all-time high. Uh, it was up one percent today, so we're still again. Russell 2000 small cats have got to jump twenty percent just to get to all-time highs. This is a gift. We're, this is a gift, and again, this has been our approach until the markets at all-time highs. You're being given. It's a freebie. It's a freebie the markets are giving you. That's been our approach, and it's going to continue to be our approach. What's magical about this, and it's a, there, there is no clear roadmap. It really is like a crystal ball, as I wrote it up this morning. These The, the particular in, uh, investments, the particular sectors that are giving us these all-time highs, they're exactly the ones you want to see doing it. Because, uh, again, semis lead everything. Folks, today, the semis were up 4%. SMH, semi-ETF, up 4%. Percent on the day, it was up what three percent yesterday. I mean, it's just been on a serious tear. Of course, we went aggressively long this group on the day, the, the day after the October thirteenth uh, bear market bottom. It's when we uh, went aggressively long and have been pounding the table ever since. So, look, this is the this is the sweet spot for this market. Know this: this is the sweet spot. We're in it now. We're in the sweet spot. And uh, this innovation revolution is powering everything. We're in the first inning of a massive bull market that has years to run. Uh, it's, it's, it's the, I should say it's the first inning 
of the innovation revolution. This is just starting. I believe this is going to be far more powerful than dot-com was, and I've made this case before. Dot-com, I remember uh, we were looking at each other as these companies were coming out going public. What do they do? They do what? How are they going to make money from that? This is before companies like Facebook learned how to monetize uh, people, right, and monetize us. That there, there wasn't a, a process for that yet. These were just ideas. And again, 90% of those companies wound up going out of business within a decade. This is a different era, folks. This uh, What we're going through now, these are established companies, it, uh, not just that Magnificent Seven, okay? Not just these mega, mega cap tech stocks. This is a different kind of market that is filtering down very quickly. I, I guess a lot of people were calling it the artificial intelligence uh, boom. Uh, it's really, it's much broader than that. AI is playing only a role. And I think this is what people are missing. We focused on this in our book, The Big Bribe. This is about innovation. Uh, Kathy Wood has been a, a big leader on this. The innovation is taking place throughout multiple, multiple industries and even new industries like space exploration. Innovation is taking place. It's going to have, we believe it's going to have really incredible uh, impact on the most important thing for the markets, and that is corporate earnings. These are this this revolution is forcing earnings higher. Again, we believe it's got years to run. Our our, our view has been to twenty thirty or so for this move higher, and that investors that that had the vision to see this are going to make fortunes. This is the time to stay locked in. This is our second shot at a dot com like melt up move higher. I took three companies public during the nineteen ninety five to two thousand melt up. As I said before, if we weren't making our clients ten percent a month. They were looking for another broker because they were out there and they were doing it. This is people have no idea what's coming, folks. Think about this for a second. In case you think I'm crazy, let me let me give you some facts here. IPOs are in the toilet. When's the last time we've had a hot IPO? They're, they aren't. They're nowhere to be found. We've yet to get to hot IPOs. Remember, we had uh, we were having over a hundred in ninety five to two thousand. We were having over a hundred IPOs that came out. Uh, uh, each year that on the very first day of trading were up more than 100%. We had years where there were more than 100 IPOs that came out that were up more than 300% on the first day of trading. We've got we've not seen anything like that yet. The IPO market is deadsville. Mergers and acquisitions. Now, mergers and acquisitions had an off year last year. Uh, and, and again, it's not it's not as weak as the IPO market has been because investment banking, of course, is, rules the roost on Wall Street. But still, it's nowhere to, to where it's going to be once these IPOs and these private companies start going public. And, they're, and again, the other part of this, again, we've spoken a lot about this, is the financial engineering that's taking place. This is going to have major impacts throughout every industry as companies go private, as companies go public, as, as mergers and acquisitions take place. As new things happen, well, there are going to be new inventions. Remember, remember when email came out? Yeah, I remember sending my first email going, okay, that was fun. Wow, is this, we can do this to anybody? Oh, you get an ISP and an email address? You can send this to anybody around the world? Wow, right? It kind of hits you, right? And all of a sudden, here came... The ability to shop online. And it was so, you know, it was so backwards at first, but to us, it was unbelievable. Uh, and then, of course, came wireless communications. So all of that has paved the way for where we're going. And I don't, I don't know exactly what the inventions, maybe you do. Maybe some of you listening know what the inventions are going to be. I can tell you one that we already know about cryptocurrencies. 
they're now legitimate. I know cryptos have been weak uh, following the SEC approval of uh, spot Bitcoin ETS for folks. This is just the beginning of that bull market. So what we're seeing is a global melt-up based on innovation, based on liquidity, and based on good ideas that are now about to start becoming reality. This is going to be a magical time to be not just an American, a magical time to be a, a person on this planet uh, that has – and you don't have to be wealthy. Just have some money and more than anything else, have an open mind and the ability and, and the desire to do some research and find out about these companies. This is what we do here. We call them our VRA 10 baggers. And so this is all just now beginning. And so when you see all-time highs in the, in the, in the most important uh, equity index on the planet, the SPF 100, that, that's sending big, big alarm bells all over the planet to investors. What do you think investors are going to be doing this weekend? Looking at the 401ks going, what was I thinking? I was so proud of myself for getting 5% in a money market, and now the market's going to melt up. What? It was again last year. Nasdaq over up over forty percent. Uh, we put up returns of fifty point two six percent last year, folks. I I really believe that we're going to have a year uh, where the VR portfolio is up over the hundred percent, and maybe by a lot. Our best year, I believe, was. Uh, uh, I have to go back. I know I, I, I just speculate too much. I believe our best year was about 220%. We had a couple of companies that were bought out. But I think we're going to go through a period of time here where, uh, again, and by the way, you know what? There, there are a lot of you, because you're, this is a very smart audience here, a, a lot of you listening to this will probably do better than we are. Because you know what? You, 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 you work in a very specific industry, in a niche market. And you're going to find a company that you get, that you understand, and you can invest heavily in. Maybe it's the company you work for, and you've got it in your you got it in your 401k, et cetera. But please, if you had that idea, you, you have no idea how much we want to hear about that, right? We have uh, 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 subscribers here, VRA members, that are talking to us right now about some amazing ideas. One of those, of course, we've been active with, with this lost soldier oil and gas, which looks to be one of the largest natural gas discoveries in a very long time. Maybe it might be the largest in the history of, of the state of Wyoming, maybe one of the largest in the Rocky Mountains ever. Who knows by the time it's done how big this is going to be. We have other clients working some cryptocurrency ideas. And again, you know, again, look at the returns that people have made in Bitcoin and so many of these various cryptocurrencies. This is the era we live in. And I just this is for, for me, again, just a personal uh, uh, observation here. I get very frustrated. And if you know me at all, I get very frustrated with the perma bears and the psyop of negativity that's out there and all the people, these so-called, uh, I don't know what they call themselves, frankly, uh, they think they're smarter than everybody else. And what they do is they, they read Zero Hedge and they read Gateway Pundit. And they just get they glob on to the most negative ideas, uh, uh, you know that that, that th th these may not be good things happening in our country. For example, what's happening across the border is horrible, right? There's a flip side to that coin too. I'm not going to get into that here today, but there's a flip side to that coin, and it's a very bullish flip side of the coin for the broader American uh, uh, story and the American population, and certainly for American economics. But the point I'm trying to make is this. I really recommend that people, especially in this time frame we're in now, from now till, again, the roaring 2020s, that means we got another six years here, folks. I recommend that you find a way to block out some of that negativity. 
maybe watch a little bit less of Fox News. And, and I'm not picking on Fox. They're all, you know, they're, they're, they're all of these uh, mainstream media networks are, are just, uh, they, they, uh, of course, it's all, it's all negative 24-7. Uh, but focus instead on the wonders of what's happening here. Again, the innovation revolution, we talk about the five uh, 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 megatrends that we've uh, we've locked onto here in the VRA. And uh, again, uh, there will always be wrongs that need to be righted. But this is a a special time to have money. It's a special time to have money in this country. And doesn't mean you got to have a lot of it. But a little bit goes a long way if this is the bull market that we believe it is. And look, the evidence is starting to, to appear before our eyes. Is it not that this is that bull market? Just as everybody got so negative, Joe Biden's president, as a reminder, if you read the big bribe, I wrote, I think there's two or three pages in the big bribe that Joe Biden might just have a Bill Clinton moment. Bill Clinton, of course, was the oversaw the, the, the greatest stock market boom in the history of the United States. Again, the dot-com melts up. That five-year period of the NASDAQ was at 583%, I think it was. Joe, Bill Clinton was president for all of it. it over his eight years, the, the SP 500 had an average return of 26-point-something percent. Again, we cover all this in the book. Uh, people, people laughed at me, gave, gave us a pretty hard time when we put that in the book. But look at what's happening. Could the sky could the, could the sky fall out tomorrow? Sure, but that could happen to any of us at any point in time. That's why diversification is so important. This is why we diversify in precious metals and, and we use cryptocurrencies. And of course, we have diversification in oil and gas, diversification in real estate and housing. You know, this is why that's so important. If something gets hit hard, something else is going to make up for that. But again, the point I'm making here is that we are just at the beginning, uh, as Ted Parsons would say, the only the bull market really only starts. When you get to all-time highs, and that's where we are now. All right, let's take a look in the hood today. Uh, uh, good, but not great internals, you know. Again, uh, today the Dow Jones, by the way, might want to cover this as well. Dow Jones finishing up at the highs of the day, pretty much up 404 points, just up over one percent. SP 500 up 1.2 percent, up a big 58 points. Russell 2000 was up one, just right at one percent today. Nasdaq up 1.7 percent, and again, semiconductors, SMH up 3.88 percent today on the day skyrocketing the uh the news yesterday from taiwan semi from their earnings it wasn't the numbers so much that got people's attention it's they're talking about what's happening in their space with the the demand boom they're seeing because of artificial intelligence and what's happening there and again folks this is just getting started it's it, who knows what's going to come from this who knows the inventions that are going something big is going to come from this Something big is going to come from this. One of those, of course, is probably cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. I think something else big is coming. I don't. I, I, we we actually wrote several ideas up in the big bribe, uh, but but this is what the markets now are anticipating as the best discounting mechanism on the planet. The markets are telling us something special this way comes. Uh, and that means, by the way, a strong economy as well. Okay, let's take a look at the hood today. Eternals today, uh, we're, we're going to round up a little bit. It's that kind of a day. Why not uh, round up uh, two to one uh, positive uh, advanced decline for NASDAQ? It actually was better than two to one positive for NYC. But again, these are not phenomenal numbers. Matter of fact, for uh, new future highs and lows, we actually had, I don't understand this at all, NASDAQ's up this huge, up 255 points. But we had more 52-week lows in NASDAQ than highs. Someone help me understand that. We had 223 stocks in the 52-week high to 200. Hit an, excuse me, reverse. 
252 high to 223, hitting a new 52-week low. Base decline for NYC was positive by, uh, what is that, just better than, better than 2 to 1. Uh, volume today, uh, NYSE, 69% of volume. NASDAQ, just a bit better. At 70, those, these are pretty good readings. 70% of volume for NASDAQ. And our sector watch, uh, this was better, but again, not all 11. We still had two sectors finish lower, just barely, okay? But we had nine sectors finish higher. Uh, of course, technology up 2.3%, financials up 1.6%, also communication services, which essentially is a technology, okay? Netflix is the world, uh, also up 1.6%. Again, very strong day today. These internals were a little weird. Uh, but again, remember, uh, we've gone through a rocky patch after the parabolic melt-up into year-end. You know, it's just markets went straight up. And then we started the first couple of weeks of the year uh, with with weakness. So it's going to take probably a little bit of time for the internals to wash out uh, and become better for the market to be broadening out a little more. Uh, and I think that explains it more than anything. But again, the last two days, uh, what they're doing, folks, these markets know what's coming next week. Next week, forget bank earnings. I, I mean, again, we are not fans of bank stocks here. Uh, financials may be a different story. But next week, really kicks off Q4 earnings with tech stocks. Again, Taiwan Semi gave us a snapshot of what's about to happen in the world of tech, certainly in the world of semis. Uh, and again, it's just just getting started. We still don't, there's going to be a time frame when you get into your Uber or your Lyft or your taxi for us old schoolers, and uh, they're going to be giving you their top stock picks. How do I know this? Because I lived through it from 95 to 2000. We're going to see Probably starting next year, it'll take probably another year before this is coming, folks. Another year before this starts. When people start leaving their corporate jobs in droves to day trade, that's not started yet. Again, the IPO boom has not started yet. This is the infancy. And, and this is why we spend so much time talking about how strong the consumer is. And I know that I, uh, people think I'm gaslighting. I get into arguments all the time. People go, what are you talking about? Don't you know inflation is sky high? Kip, how, how can you say that the consumers have rarely have ever been in better financial shape? Well, because the data backs that up. <laughs> it's just you, you couldn't be more crystal clear. And that's why this matters, right, to have consumer net worth at all-time high, home prices all-time high. Uh, One-third of Americans own their home outright with no mortgage on it. Uh, I, I, there's so many of these. Uh, credit scores all-time high, but on and on and on. Consumers have reduced their debt by 25% to, to uh, disposable income over the last 15 years. Corporate debt-to-market values at 50-year lows. What does all that, all that tell you again? We're the infancy of a, an economic boom time. These are the things that typically you just you, you only see at the beginning of a boom, not the end. We have yet to lever up. Consumers have yet to lever up. American companies have yet to lever up. And again, financial engineering is going to make that even more powerful. So yeah, we're pretty excited about it. And that's why we think, and we've been saying this now, we're broken record for about a year and a half. Uh, the smartest and smart money strategy is, is to continue to buy the dip. It's, it, 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 it's, it's hard to do. It's hard to buy when the market's going down. But I think, again, we, we believe in repeating patterns. It's the basis of uh, technical analysis. And if you look at the at the biggest repeating pattern we've seen in this bull market, it's buying the dip has worked every single time. I'm going to be on Charles Payne's show uh, Monday or Tuesday. They're going to let me know Monday morning. And this is what I'm going to tell Charles. You know, this is, uh, this is uh, everything I just said 
I, I just kind of did a warm up for it. I'm going to see how much time he lets me talk because this is what I intend to say on his show on Monday, Tuesday. And of course, the first time I was on his show was just after the October 13th bottom of 2022 when I was saying we had just put our book out and I was saying we were saying exactly this. So Charles has always been very nice to recognize that. Just a really good human being, too, by the way. So big fans of Charles Payne uh, all, all day long there. All right. In our commodity watch today. Uh, again, all the actions in Equityville. So kind of quiet here. A bond market today. Uh, again, 10-year yield. One, one other point. The reason that the markets have been weak is that 10-year yield – the bond market has been weak. Yields have been ratcheting up a bit. People – again, the, the, the fear mongers are saying, here comes inflation again. Oh, my God. They're so wrong. They could not be more wrong. It reminds me of the people that are saying, oh, we're going through, an- we're going to have another 2008 financial crisis. This, uh, this could not, this time frame could not be more different than that was. I know, because I was telling people to get out of the market, telling people to, to, to lighten up and, and make sure they weren't over leveraging real estate. I started doing that in 2006. People thought I was crazy because everybody, everybody wanted, wanted to, you know, wanted to be uh, flipping homes and wanted to go buy 10 homes. And so I'm on stage saying, don't do that. I wasn't the most popular guy in the room, but, it, 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 it was, it, we follow, we follow our research. And that's what it said then. What it says now is this is a time to be locked in for what's going to be an explosive bull market for some time to come. And the fact that there are just these fear mongers and perma bears and doubters out there that every time you have a one, two, three, four percent pause or shakeout, you know, here, here they come telling you that crashes around the corner. Folks, we need more of that, right? We need more of that. So uh, good for them. I hope they continue. Uh, but again, they're not really investors anyway. They're clickbait uh, using list builders. That's what their business model is. Just know that. Uh, but again, it's taken the, the move higher in rates has hit precious metals and miners. This is temporary rates because of innovation and rates because now we've had a great reset of a different kind. Rates will be falling for many, many years, in our opinion. And uh, that's very bullish for equities, but it's been bearish in the short term for, for precious metals and miners. Uh, we think that's about to change. Uh, <clears throat> just I, I covered this this morning. In the last three uh, rate cutting cycles so we've had, again, there haven't been that many because uh, rate cuts, we've had lower rates for 41 straight years, right? But we've had these many periods where the Fed's hiked of course, as they did from 2004, 2006, the high rate 17 straight times. If you're wondering why the financial crisis happened, look no further than the Federal Reserve hiking 17 straight times over a two-year period into a dramatically over-leveraged housing market. The Fed caused this crash, and it was not an accident. Okay, uh, but this ain't that, right? But the key point, though, is that rates are going to continue to fall, and this backup we see now in precious metals, which aren't down that much. The miners have been hit worse because they do tend to lead in both directions. But we think this is going to be a phenomenal buying opportunity because in the pre- three previous rate-cutting cycles for the, for, for the, for the mining stocks, GDX is the, uh, the gold miner ETF that we use to track this. The average move higher in GDX has been over 180%. Uh, the, the, the 2003 uh, rate cut cycle before they started hiking, uh, 2001, 2003, uh, 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 the miners were up to like 400%. And of course, they, can, they continued on actually after the financial crisis as gold continued higher. But the point being, this is when you want to own. 
precious metals and miners is when the Fed is getting ready to change from a rate hiking cycle to a rate cutting cycle. Uh, and if you look at a chart of GDX, look at a one and a half year chart, you'll see that clearly. It doesn't look as great on a short term chart, but look at a one and a half year chart, you'll see, okay, clear bottom. We're in a bull market. Yes, we are below the 200 day now. We believe that's temporary as well. I believe the miners are probably the best bang for your buck. Miners and small cap stocks right now. It is hard. I must tell you, though, it is hard not to want to continue to buy the leaders. Okay, gold today up ten dollars an ounce, uh, twenty thirty one, uh, eight twenty dollars thirty one, two thousand thirty one dollars an ounce. Silver today was down a quarter percent at uh, twenty two seventy five. Copper today was up 1.2% at 379 a pound. Uh, I, I like copper here. Global economy, I think, is going to be a lot stronger uh, going forward. That bodes very well for Dr. Copper. The crude oil today down 50 cents a barrel at 73.43. And finally on the day, again, one of our innovation revolution specialties, Bitcoin. Uh, up today, 248, 41,588, digesting some of those gains it's had for the SEC approval. But in 90, I believe it's 96 or 97 days, the next halving is going to take place in Bitcoin. This next move higher will begin to anticipate that by Bitcoin on this pullback. Again, 41,588. Folks, listen, always appreciate you listening. You guys are fantastic. Please keep your feedback coming. Hope you had a great week, an even better weekend. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.